Greetings, everyone, and thank you for the wonderful input and discussion that has come about because of my last week's post on Anamofo, a dearly beloved by many and yet controversial singer. There is by no means a consensus on her work. Many people have completely opposite reactions to her singing. I am really pleased to have been able to contribute to that discussion. Today's singer, Nikolai Gedda, is a very different kind of singer than was Anamofo. And yet, their styles complement each other in very interesting ways. They performed in a number of operas together, including Traviata, Manon, and Peleas. And I'm putting together a bonus episode that will come out this weekend that features both of them singing together and singing the same repertoire separately so that you can compare their different and yet completely valid approaches to the same repertoire. One way in which, from my own perspective, Gedda and Moffo are comparable is that they are both artists who I needed to really seriously reassess. The episode is being produced at the specific request of one of my most enthusiastic supporters and listeners. So, Lewis, this one is for you. I'd also like to thank my friend Laura for reactivating her support on Patreon. For those of you who would like to join in supporting the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash countermelody, where you can make your pledge of support, either monthly or yearly. Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. Each week, you will encounter me, Daniel Guntlach, as your host, guiding you along a magical route that will bring us closer to the voices of those singers that most enchant and transform us, no matter what else is going on in the world. Thank you for joining me on that path. This week's episode.
that was the Swedish tenor Nikolai Gedda in a performance of the Richard Strauss Lied Liebes Hymnus. That was a live recording from the Salzburg Festival in which Gedda was accompanied by the esteemed Viennese pianist and teacher Eric Verba. This month we observe the seventh anniversary of Nikolai Gedda's death. He was born on the 11th of July, 1925, and died at the age of 91 on January 8, 2017. Gedda gained particular renown over the course of a long career, not only for his, his musical expertise, but also his facility with language. He sang an enormous number of operatic roles, and yet today I'm choosing to focus on his work as a song recitalist. Just for starters, boom, 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 I'm going to feature Gedda singing in a number of different languages. We just heard him in German, and I have Gedda singing in seven further languages just to serve as introduction to the virtues of this artist. Second up is a 1967 recording of a delightful song by Ottorino Respighi called Stornella Trice, or Balladeer. This is set to a text by Carlo Zanganari, and Gedda is here accompanied by a pianist he declared his favorite among the many pianists that he worked with, Gerald Moore. What good is it for me to sing Flower of All Flowers? You are my love for both today and yesterday. You are my love who will never die. What is the use if the echo only responds to me? Die. Che mi giova cantare, fior di betulla, vorrei tu fossi il sole di la stella, e andar pel cielo e non pensare a nulla. Quando poi l'eco mi risponde, Vale cantare, fiore dei fiori, tu sei l'amore mio d'oggi e di ieri, tu sei l'amore mio che mai non muori, quando poi l'eco mi risponde. Gedda was particularly admired as an exemplar of French style, whether that was an operatic repertoire, for instance, in the role with which he made his debut, the title role of Adolphe Adam's Le Postillon de Longimeau, or in the song repertoire. Here's a recording from 1962 of a song by Charles Gounod to a text by Théophile Gautier. The text is probably more famous as the final song of Berlioz's Les Nuits d'été. It's a light-hearted proposition to the would-be beloved to take her wherever she wants to go. She asks to be taken to the land of eternal love, and the poet responds laughing, 
Such a place doesn't exist. Gedda is here accompanied by the pianist Werner Zinger, who was the husband of his voice teacher in New York, Paola Novikova. English diction, which was put to good use in the two premieres that he sang at the Metropolitan Opera. First, Samuel Barber's Vanessa, in which he created the role of Anatole, and second, in Giancarlo Menotti's The Last Savage. From the year 1968, here he is in a live recording from the Met Museum in New York, performing Benjamin Britten's Serenade for tenor, horn, and strings. We hear Frederick Waldman leading the Musica Eterna Orchestra, Anthony Miranda on French horn, and Nicolai Gedda in a performance of Hymn, a setting by the poet Ben Jonson. <laughs> Excellently bright. <laughs> 
it's set to interpose. Since a shining orb was made, have to clear when they did close. Bless us then with wishes high. Bless us then with wishes high. Godless, godless, godless. Excellently bright. Sweden, and he grew up speaking three different languages, simultaneously Swedish and Russian, and when his family moved to Leipzig when young Nikolai was four years old, consequently German as well. Later in his career, Gedda made a series of recordings of Scandinavian song, which helped to introduce many of his international listeners to that repertoire. He also frequently programmed music from the North on his song recitals. This next excerpt is from a song recital in London in the year 1970, in which Gedda is accompanied by the Australian pianist Geoffrey Parsons. This is the song by Jan Sibelius entitled Safe, Safe, Susa, the setting of a poem by Gustav Fröding, which tells of the fate of young Ingalil. Something terrible has befallen her, but we are not told exactly what. We are told that her ancestors treated her badly. It's implied that they killed her lover and that she has drowned. And the poet calls out to the reeds in the water to sing out and tell her story. Sorry, 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 
Gedda's early life was a bit of a soap opera. He was born out of wedlock to impoverished parents, and as he was about to be given up for adoption, his aunt intercepted him, and without the consent of the authorities because of her extreme poverty, raised him on her own. She eventually married a man named Ustinov, who evidently was a distant relative of the actor Peter Ustinov. Gedda's adoptive father was a cantor, and it was because of his work that the family eventually relocated to Leipzig for a number of years. As an example of Gedda singing in Russian, one of the three languages he learned as a young child, we're going to hear another setting of Pushkin's poem, Arion. A few weeks ago, I featured the Polish baritone, Andrzej Hjolski, in a setting by the Polish composer, Tadeusz Szeligowski, of the same poem. This is a setting by Rachmaninoff, of the same poem, in the original Russian. It tells the story of a poet-musician from ancient Greece, Arion, who managed to escape from pirates on the ship on which he was traveling. The pianist in this 1969 recording is the extraordinary Alexis Weissenberg, who did not very frequently accompany singers, but in this case, he provides the equivalent of a full orchestra. Солнце, 
Another language in which Gedda occasionally performed was Czech. In 1984, he made a recording of this extraordinary cycle-slash-dramatic cantata by Leo Janacek, the title of which in English is The Diary of One Who Disappeared. Janacek composed the work between 1917 and 1919. He intended the piece to be performed as a sort of dramatic song cycle. Janacek would often find his inspiration from items published in the newspaper, and this piece also falls into that category. For in 1916, these verses were published under the title From the Pen of a Self-Taught Writer. It describes how a village boy falls in love with a so-called black gypsy girl and deserts his family and village and takes off and disappears, ostensibly leaving these words behind. At the time Janacek was working on this cycle, he was deeply in love with a much younger woman, and he identified quite strongly with the young man who leaves his established life behind following the one that he loves. This is the final song in the cycle, in which the young man bids farewell to his village, his country, and his parents, begging for their forgiveness, but telling them that because of his love for Zefka, that he has no choice but to leave them behind. I mentioned earlier that Gedda, once his career was underway, worked with the New York teacher Paula Novikova. 
He found his first teacher when he was working as a teller in a bank and mentioned to one of the customers that he was looking for a voice teacher. This person had connections with the opera in Stockholm and recommended him to the famous Swedish Heldon tenor Karl Martin Ullmann, who took him on as his pupil initially without asking for compensation because of the expert technical grounding that he received from both of these singers, he sang well into his 70s. Here's a recording made when Gedda was already 73 years old. This is a song by Edvard Grieg, sung in Norwegian, Dulkjærlighed, or something like that, which means hidden love. The poem is by the Norwegian writer Björnsterne Björnsen, who received the 1903 Nobel Prize in Literature and was considered the Norwegian national poet. It describes a story in which a young man and a young woman are both secretly in love with each other, but neither is aware of the other's love. This is a live recording from Zurich in the year 1998, and I don't know who the pianist is. I'm very sorry. It was very interesting for me in researching this episode to discover that, in many instances, I prefer the live recitals that Gedda gave to his somewhat more contained recordings made in the studio. So when I was able to find examples from live performances, I used them. Now we're going to explore a little bit Gedda's expertise in Lieder, Melodie, and Russian song. First off, the first three songs from Robert Schumann's Dichterliebe cycle. 
Gedant never recorded this in the studio, but a few years ago, I came upon a cache of material published in a corner of the internet. This material has since disappeared, so I'm happy to be able to present to you examples from some of those recordings that I downloaded at the time. This recording comes from London from the year 1973. It was a recital that featured both Dichterliebe and Russian songs. Gedda's accompanied by the pianist Jeffrey Parsons, and here are the first three songs of Dichterliebe im wunderschönen Monat Mai, Aus meinen Tränen sprießen, and Die Rose, die Lilie, die Taube. German soprano Edda Moser, in her autobiography, spoke of what a treasured colleague Nikolai Gedda was to her. And we're going to hear the two of them together. 
She is the only vocal guest star on today's podcast. The pianist here is Eric Verba, and this is a studio recording from 1976. This is a song by Robert Schumann, In der Nacht, from his collection of songs, Spanisches Liederspiel. These were texts that were collected by the poet and folklorist Emanuel Geibel, many of which also ended up in Hugo Wolf's Spanisches Liederbuch. In der Nacht opens with the words Alle gingen Herz zur Ruhe, which is the title of Wolf's setting of the same poem. In it, the poet addresses his heart, saying, All other beings are now asleep, and yet you rise from your bed in anguish from the pain of unrequited love. This is an absolutely masterful setting of this text, the way that first one voice intones the text, then the next one, and then they come together, their loneliness, in a sense, superimposed one upon the other. Nur die 
Now we're going to explore Guedda's mastery of French style. First is the exquisite Gabriel Fauré song, a setting of the poet Le Comte de Lille. This is Nel. It is an extroverted love song. Guedda frequently performed this song, but I found that of the recordings of his that I listened to, the one I liked best was the studio one with the Franco-Italian pianist Aldo Ciccolini. This recording was made in 1967. Because of Guedda's grounding in text and expression of text, some of his recordings often stretch at the boundaries of rubato. But in Fauré, the established style is distinctly a non-rubato style. So in some of those live recordings, Guedda is pushing at the edges too much, putting the text foremost, but at the expense of the forward motion of the music. And that's why I actually prefer this recording with Ciccolini, who of course was a supreme master of the French style. So he keeps Guedda a little bit more in check. performance by Gedda and Eric Verba from a live concert in Salzburg from the summer of 1961. This is another setting of the poet Le Comte de Lille. This is Henri Duparc's Fidile. I am absolutely enchanted with the way that Gedda captures every aspect of this beautiful song in which the poet describes his beloved Fidile asleep in a field, and when she finally awakes as a reward for his having kept watch over her the entire time, she rewards him with her sweetest smile and her best kiss. Oh, 
We've heard one previous example of Gedda in an orchestral song cycle. That was Britain's Serenade at the beginning of the episode. Now I have an excerpt from Berlioz's magnificent cycle, Les Nuits d'été, set again to poems by Théophile Gautier. When these songs are presented in concert, they're most frequently done by either a low soprano or a high mezzo. Although it has been argued that each song in the cycle is intended for a different kind of singer. So another option is that conductors will assign the songs to a group of three, maybe four singers. But Gedda is one of the few tenors actually to have performed the entire cycle. And we're going to hear from a live performance in Stockholm, the second half of the song Au Cimetière. The Swedish Radio Symphony Orchestra is led by Silvio Varviso. Francis Poulenc was born at the beginning of January 1899 and died at the end of January 1963. I did a full episode on his artistic marriage, if you will, with the French baryton Martin, Pierre Bernac. One of the students of Pierre Bernac was the pianist Dalton Baldwin, 
who recorded the complete Mélodie à Francis Poulenc in the 1970s. Most of Poulenc's songs were written to be performed by Bernac, and in certain instances by other singers, primarily sopranos. But his cycle, Tel jour, tel nuit, was written to be sung by a tenor voice. These are settings of nine different poems by one of Poulenc's favorite poets, Paul Éluard. This is the second song of the cycle, Une ruine coquille vide, a ruined empty shell. This is a translation of the poem by the singer Marilyn McCabe. A ruined empty shell weeps in her apron. The children who play around her make less noise than the flies. She goes groping to search for cows in a meadow. I saw the day, I see it here without shame. It is midnight like an arrow in the heart, open to the folly of night's gleams that deny sleep. I mentioned earlier the roles that Gedda created at the Metropolitan Opera. Here's a brief song cycle by the German composer Hermann Reuter, which he also premiered in the winter of 1964. The cycle is called Epitaph für einen Dichter, Epitaph for a Poet, and it uses a German translation of texts by William Faulkner. And the poet in whose memory this cycle was composed is Faulkner himself. Early in Faulkner's career, he wrote two volumes of poetry, The Marble Fawn in 1924 and A Green Bough in 1933. It is poems from that second collection that Reuter sets in German translation. We're going to hear the first song of the cycle, Mit Segeln der Mafarb, das Schiff der Nacht fuhr träumend in des Abendstromes Lust which describes a stormy passage at sea of Mary and her child Jesus. 
The tenor is accompanied by the composer. Now we're going to hear several examples of Nicolai Gedda performing the songs of Franz Schubert. I was surprised, I must confess, at Gedda's connection to the music of Franz Schubert. He's not a singer that I had particularly identified with my favorite composer, so this comes as a great delight to me. I'm going to offer you four contrasting songs from four different sources. First is a song that Schubert set to a text by his friend Johann Meyerhofer. It's entitled Der Schiffer, the Sailor. This song is a very tricky one because it requires a very extroverted kind of delivery. But what all too often ends up happening in the context of a song recital is that one gets this sort of faux, hearty machismo that can be very, very tiresome to listen to. Instead, in this live concert from the summer of 1970, in which Gedda is accompanied by his compatriot Jan Ayron, 
Gedda instead chooses to focus on the existential condition of the title character, zeroing in on the specific meaning of each individual phrase in order to construct a more varied delivery and interpretation. also made a studio recording of Schubert's towering song cycle, Die Schöne Müllerin. I've spoken before on the podcast about how if one simply approaches this cycle as the story of a self-pitying incel, if you will, that it quickly loses interest. But if there is a strong character that is created from the very beginning, one that is too sensitive too easily wounded, too prone to misunderstanding signals, then it becomes less a cycle about a heartless girl and more about a young man who just doesn't know how to fit into the world, which could very well be the reason at the beginning of the cycle we find him wandering, trying to find a place where he can belong. This is the anti-penultimate song of the cycle, Trockne Blumen, in which the hapless young man imagines the world going on without him. He tells all the flowers that the young woman gave to him that they will lie with him in his grave, that perhaps they are wilting because they knew all along how his story would end. Dead love can never bloom again, but the years will pass, the seasons will come and go, and eventually flowers will grow in the grass around his grave. And perhaps she will wander past the hill where he's buried in years to come and think, he really did love me. And when that happens, then all of you wilted flowers will bloom again. May has come and winter is over. Here 
mich an so weh, als ob ihr wüsstet, wie mir geschieht. Ihr Blümlein alle, wie welk, wie blass. Ihr Blümlein alle, wovon so Tränen machen nicht mein Grün, machen tote Liebe nicht wieder blühen. Und Lenz wird kommen und Winter wird gehen und Blümlein werden im Grase stehen. Next, from a 1962 concert, I offer Gedda and once again the pianist Werner Singer in a performance of one of Franz Schubert's late songs set to texts by Heinrich Heine. This is the grim, the terrifying Der Doppelgänger. I think you all probably know the situation. The poet returns to the house where his beloved once lived, and there he once again sees a man standing before the house, wringing his hands, crying out in agony. And he looks into that man's face and sees his very own. He addresses his doppelgänger, his pale companion. How can you mock me in such a way at this very place where I, tortured, stood so many long nights ago? Oh. 
to have some rest, and we turn to Johann Wolfgang von Goethe's setting of the second Wanderersnachtlied. This is a live performance from Rome in the summer of 1974, an all-Schubert recital in which Gedda is accompanied by the great German conductor Wolfgang Savalisch. Über allen Gipfeln ist Ruhe. It is peaceful over all the mountain peaks. And in the treetops, you can scarcely feel a breath of wind. The little birds are silent in the woods. Wait, only wait, for soon you too will be at rest. Oh, 
Now three contrasting Russian songs to round off the program. First, a setting by the composer Nikolai Cherepnin. This is the song, The Candle is Extinguished. And in this 1973 recording, Nikolai Gedda is accompanied by the composer Alexander Cherepnin, the son of Nikolai. The candle is burning down. Long ago, it was time to go to sleep. You bow your head and close your eyes, and still you want to listen to the fairy tales. But believe us, child, there is no more beautiful fairy tale than the one taught to us by fate. So forget those tales. Close your eyes. A bed and pillow wait for you. Now 
wife shall play for you one of the most beautiful songs that I know, a setting by Modest Mussorgsky of a poem by Nikolai Griekov called Where Art Thou, Little Star. Gedda is accompanied in this live performance from the year 1971 by Jeffrey Parsons. Where are you, little star? Where are you, bright one? Have you been blocked by a black cloud? And where are you, young maiden? Have you departed from your dear friend, your beloved? A black cloud has covered the little star, and cold earth has taken the young maiden. I'm so happy that you joined me today for this exploration of the great tenor Nicolai Gedda in song literature. Don't forget about that bonus episode coming up this weekend with those two strange bedfellows, Nicolai Gedda and Anamofo.
Throughout his career, Nikolai Gedda devoted himself particularly to the performance of Russian music, liturgical chant, art song, and even folk music. Remember that his adoptive father, to whom he was very close, was a cantor and bestowed on his young son his love of singing. This last song is by the composer Alexander Varlamov, who's considered one of the founding fathers of Russian art song. He lived from 1801 to 1848, and this song is known as Snowstorm. This was an encore that Gedda and Eric Verba presented in their live Salzburg recital in the summer of 1959. It has become so popular that it's almost considered a folk song, in the same way in which Schubert's Lindenbaum is often confused for an actual folk song. The poet is out of doors in a snowstorm, and he sees his beloved coming toward him, and he begs her to stay with him in the snow, and may their happy moments never end. My dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach.